Joe Rogan says he'll vote Trump. AOC gets drunk on a live stream. A paddleboarder arrested in the middle of the ocean and Trump calls out voter fraud. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to America the Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino. We're going to get into everything going on in America today. Let's get into this. Joe Rogan says he'll rather vote Trump than Biden. Listen to this. This is the real issue with the Democratic Party. They've essentially made us all morons Yeah. with this Joe Biden thing. They really have. <laughs> they made imagine? us all morons. Who do we need? I mean, can, uh, I can't of, vote for that guy. I can't vote for him. I can't vote for him. I can't vote for Trump. There, I, I'd rather vote for Trump than him. This and is the real. This is a constant that I've been seeing on Joe Rogan's podcast. Like I listen to his show a lot, almost every single day, and I noticed on his show he talks a lot about how Biden is not mentally there, and he always talks about how Trump is me- is mentally all there. He's very witty. He's a comedian. He's funny, uh, and he, he gets the job done. Like he he, he talks about. All these things, even though he doesn't like Trump much in his policies, he still admires and talks about and respects the fact that Trump is all mentally there and fully coherent, energetic, energized, knows how to riff with people. He praises him in those senses all the sing- all the time. But now, because the left thought Joe Rogan was in their camp by saying they, he, that he endorsed Bernie, which he didn't even say. He said he'll, he, he's probably going to vote for Bernie. I think that's what he ended up saying. Um, now, Joe Rogan, you know, the, he's been saying this for a while, that he, would, he doesn't want to vote for Biden. And he's been saying that Biden is disqualified from being president because he can't speak properly and, he, and he's got a declining mental health. Rogan talked about all that all the time. Now all of a sudden, they're now it's up in the media. In the media, as I guess a hit on on Joe Rogan because it got out there. But this is what I tweeted: Joe Rogan says he would rather vote Trump than Biden because he thinks Joe Biden has poor mental health. He's right. Rogan also praises Trump on his mental energy and comedic chops. The left is now losing their minds because Rogan once said he liked Bernie. So comment below your thoughts. Comment below who you're going to be voting for. I think I think uh, Rogan's starting to be a little bit red pilled, uh, just a little bit. He seems to go back and forth when I watch his show because he's he's against like the whole government control thing, but then he still likes socialism, which is kind of weird. But then he always says he's like, "Don't listen to me. I'm I don't know what I'm talking about." That's what he says all the time. So I respect the fact that he acknowledges he doesn't have all the answers or acknowledges he doesn't he, don't take my advice literally. I, I like that he does that because even when you disagree with him, you can understand and respect his opinion still. And it, it just seems like the media head, for some reason, just wants to target Joe Rogan, even when he did endorse Bernie. It wasn't even an endorsement of Bernie, but they portrayed it as an endorsement of Bernie. Uh, and they tried to frame him as a racist and all that stuff and, and a transphobe, whatever it was. They, they just keep on trying to do a media hit on him. They try to use him as, um, I guess, their punching bag for opposition. That's what it seems like. So calls out mail-in voting. Listen to this, and then we're going to listen to Pelosi. But but do you think every state in this country should be prepared for mail-in voting? No, because I think a lot of people cheat with mail-in voting. I think people— Real quickly, comment below if you think people that the Democrats are going to cheat with this mail-in voting stuff. By the way, give us a like and subscribe. 
should vote with ID, voter ID. I think voter ID is very important. And the reason they don't want voter ID is because they intend to cheat. When you get something, when you buy- I'm so glad Trump has been calling this out on, on the White House stage for everybody to hear that Democrats are planning to cheat. After this is over, I'm going to show you how easy it is to actually cheat with, with voter ID. Buy something. With, I mean, vote by mail. You look at your cards and credit cards and different cards. You have your picture on many of them, not all of them, but on many of them. You should have a picture on your on your for voting. It should be called voter ID. They should have that. And it shouldn't be mail. And excuse me, it shouldn't be mail. I'm glad Trump is calling for voter ID. You, you, you should have an ID to vote that anybody who says you don't need an ID to vote is is an idiot. Is an idiot or they're planning voter fraud. In voting, it should be you go to a booth and you proudly display yourself. You don't send it in the mail where people comes out and says, oh. And that's what Trump said. Now listen to what Pelosi said in her video. For him to say, we'll never win another election. Therefore, we are not going to support vote by mail is so undermining of what our founders had in mind about full participation. So in this next bill, we hope to get more resources uh, to uh, vote by mail. I love how when the left goes, our, fo- our, our founders, uh, they wanted this. Listen, the, fo- the founders didn't want your socialism. They didn't want your big government control. If you want to play the founders game, we can play that game all the live long day and you won't like it. So don't use the founders argument with us. I love when they try to use the Bible argument. Don't try to use those arguments with us because you'll lose those arguments 10 times out of 10. Stay in your Karl Marx socialist lane. You stay there. Don't don't try to come at us with your idi- idiotic ideologies. Don't come out with us with that. We know this is how easy it is to vote a fraud. Because I was actually, I didn't actually do this. I was doing research to see if I can do it, and I got permission from somebody to, to to do it. So I had a friend whose grandpa died, and I asked him, hey, would it be possible if I try to get a voter registration using his information um, that's accessible online? And what you can do, what I did was, you go to the obituaries. I did this with his permission. You go to the obituaries, and it tells you what area of town they're from and using that area you can find out the zip code and their date of birth and you you find out the basic information of them at least in new york then you go online and you can register for a voter registration online and you put in where your polling booth is and because you have their zip code you can easily look up where their polling booth is you insert their polling booth you insert their name and their date of birth and then you insert an address on where you want the mail-in uh, vote, uh, voter to be sent to, and you can put any address down, and you'll get that person's voter registration, not the registration, that they're, they're, that person's vote that you have to fill out in the mail. It's so easy to cheat in an election using this mail-in voter fraud. It is incredibly easy. It's easy to do it for dead people. It's easy to do it for alive people. What the Democrats could easily do is they can go into the voter registration lists and they could actually find out which voters haven't really voted in the last few elections. And using that, they know, oh, um, John Smith, they haven't voted since 2002. There's no way they're going to show up to the polls again. They take their stuff down, their information, they take their 
They get their vote, they fill in their vote for them, and they send it back. It is incredibly, incredibly easy to do it. And I'm, I, I applaud Trump for standing up saying, you need to go there, do this, do X, you know, show your ID. Obviously, there are some people who can't leave their house. And I think for those anecdotal cases, yeah, I mean, they should be able to vote from, by mail. Or maybe someone should go there and check their ID. <laughs> Make sure that they are who they say they are. Trump says someone should sue the whistleblower. Listen to this. Everybody in this you know who the whistleblower is, and so do you, and so does everybody in this room, and so do I. Everybody knows, but they give this whistleblower a status that he doesn't deserve. He's a fake whistleblower. And frankly, somebody ought to sue his ass off. All right, it's enough of the Kamala, if you think somebody should sue the whistleblower. Um, Obviously, Trump's pretty pissed off. Let's listen uh, to how this ends. The whistleblower. Go ahead, please. I'm assuming, I guess it was brought up at the, the, the COVID-19 briefing. Um, someone should just do his butt off. I'm going to read through what some of the, the comments are saying. Everybody's saying fire. Um, but th- this is something that I love seeing from our president is he doesn't beat around the bush. He doesn't talk. Like you would expect a president to talk. He's just another guy. He's, he's, you know, if if somebody did that to you, that's how you would respond. I'm gonna sue his ass off. Like, it it doesn't matter that he, like, he's the president that he's saying someone should sue his ass off. I just find that hysterical, and I think that's what makes him relatable. He is a billionaire pretty much born into into riches. He's a billionaire. He's lived his entire life in luxury. Um, and fame, and yet he still comes off more more relatable than all these other politicians that had normal upbringings. And I think that's because he acts like a normal person. He emotionally acts like a normal person. He doesn't really put on this fake persona like you would see Obama, where he'll get up on stage and talk very proper and this and that. And then in in high school and college, he was he was you know the pot smoking king. Trump is just real all around. He's not putting on this big fake act. He's just speaking his mind, saying what's up. And I think that's what people gravitate towards. And that's what they find relatable about him. That middle America is voting for him. Those are people I personally, I'll be honest, can't really relate to. But Trump can. A billionaire, business, famous celebrity, real estate tycoon from New York City is able to relate with middle America. Like that that's <laughs> that's just insane if you think about it. So AOC got drunk and started drinking on a live stream and she starts to spout her socialist agenda. Let's listen, let's watch, let's break down what she talks about. We're too little and this in this moment there's no such thing as doing too much. I mean honestly, have you ever had a point in your life where the federal government did too much for you? where they gave you too much. Never happened to me. I've never seen that in my life. I've seen that in my life. Yeah, the government could give you too much because they don't have anything to really give you because they started to give too much and now the economic collapse. Um, I never had too many scholarships. You know, I, we never had too many people. Uh, you might not have too many of something, but the government is giving out too many of something that it can't afford. That's the point. That got relief. Puerto Rico never got too much aid. Um, but anyways. 
Actually, I think they did because I, I could have sworn that there was a bunch of supplies found in a warehouse. So, yeah, I think they did get too much. Jeez. I digress. I'm sure Repo there are plenty of Republicans that are of that opinion. Um, okay, so we got two ounces of lime juice. Just putting that in here. This is AOC in um, her natural habitat. But um, two ounces of lime juice. Somebody in the chat said, show me your cans. Juice. <laughs> I put in uh, two two ounces. I think AOC. I think she called herself a role model for children, and now she's teaching people how to make drinks. So there's another video because uh, I don't want to really hear her instructions. Um, but there, there's another video that I found. Let's listen to this one. Um, and please continue to push and advocate for things like rent suspensions, payment suspensions, mortgage suspensions, um, the guaranteed housing. And everyone, we need to expand our public health care systems. The thing I'm worried about, they're saying push for this, push for that. It's like most of that stuff, like, yeah, I agree. I mean, but the problem is when you give these Democrats an inch, they, they try to take a mile. And I'm worried that... They're gonna be they're gonna be like, well, rent suspension for a month goes through, and then the next thing, well, you know, we should do rent suspension for a whole year. You know what? We should do rent suspension indefinitely. You know what? Everybody should get instead of a thousand dollars, everybody should get five thousand dollars a month. You give them an inch, they take a mile, and you can't let them take a mile. That's that, that's the issue with with these Democrats coming in. They see this as a grimy advantage to take take advantage of a public health crisis. For their social, the socialist good. It's like, oh, just, give, just get all that socialism in there. Drop the Medicare age to zero. Some people are arguing for mass enrollment in TRICARE. Whatever way we can get this done, let's get it done. Because when there's 10 million people that have just been suspended or just been laid off or furloughed from work, that's 10 million people whose health insurance in society for the vast majority of all right she's just America. spouting nonsense i don't i don't really care so what i'm showing on screen right now is the cops arresting a paddle border in miami they're arresting him for breaking the quarantine and social distancing policies he's out there in, in the ocean by himself paddle boarding around and it looks like there's two or three squad cars. They get the boats to go chase him down. He's paddle boarding. He's just mind his own business, going out there, going to the pier, having fun. But they took him. They arrested him um, for breaking the quarantine, even though he's nowhere near a human person in sight. I mean, now this congregation brought probably a couple dozen people together. Um, and they all, they all wanted, I think they sent him to jail. Yeah. So they are releasing criminals from jail because they don't want coronavirus to spread in the jails. But they're throwing this guy who is minding his own business in the middle of the ocean, and they're going to throw him in jail with, with, with the COVID-19. Like, where does that make sense? In L.A., if you're homeless, you can litter, pollute, poop on the floor, anything you want to do if you're homeless, you can get away with in L.A. But God forbid you paddleboard in the middle of the ocean in Miami. They send the these in the board almost the, the the lifeguard. There's two boats in the ocean chasing him down. There's a bunch of squad cars. We're gonna read the story. Paddleboarder chased by boat arrested in Malibu after flouting uh, COVID-19 closure. A paddleboarder was arrested on Thursday after ignoring lifeguard orders to get out of the ocean near Malibu Pier despite beach closures. Had been the the pandemic. 
Uh, County lifeguard patrolling the shore by boat uh, tried to get the man to come ashore. Despite repeated repeated or, uh, orders to exit the water, the man continued to paddleboard for at least 30 minutes. Lifeguard eventually flagged down the L.A. sheriff deputies who responded by boat to help, according to the sheriff's department. Um, the man, who was, not, who was not identified by authorities, eventually made his way to the beach where he was arrested on suspicion of disobeying order a lifeguard and violating Gavin Newsom's stay-at-home order, a misdemeanor. Photographs from the scene show a man in handcuffs being led by the beach by two deputies. They care more about this guy minding his own business in the water than they do about these homeless crackheads shitting and pissing on the streets. He was booked at the sheriff's station in Calabasas and released on a promise to appear in court. Sheriff's, uh, sheriff's uh, official says the man faced a fine of 1000 or six months in jail, $1,000 or six months in jail, or both, if convicted after violating the state's order. While many police agencies have taken an educational approach to keeping people up the state's coastline, this isn't the first time someone has faced consequences for being in the ocean. A surfer in Manhattan Beach was fined $1,000 last weekend after he is accused of similarly ignoring the similar warnings. Uh, so, yeah, it's ridiculous. This is actually ridiculous. <laughs> Comment below your thoughts. Do you think he should have been arrested? I mean, it's like, come on. Pe people, we, <laughs> you're in the middle of the ocean. It's warm. It's hot. You're not contracting any COVID-19. You're not going to give it to anybody. I mean, come on. How much longer are people going to take of these shutdowns before we just take it upon ourselves to just say, no, we're, we're going to go hang out. We're going to go. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to America the Podcast. Please rate five stars if you can. Please subscribe if you're not. Send this to a friend. And you can also text me, 917-540-8768. Ask me some questions, and I might put you in the mailbag. Thank you for listening, and have a nice day. You could you can stop listening now. The show's over. Go away.